Welcome back to HodgePodge, a podcast about all types of things. I'm Allison Paul Clackowitz. Last week, I took the opportunity during my debut podcast to introduce myself to you all. I spoke mostly about my love of my home state, North Carolina, and beautiful Beaufort County where I was raised, my love of the gorgeous Pamico River on the Inner Banks. I also talked a bit about life as a mother and military spouse. Our life here in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Also about my journey as an aspiring novelist, creative writer, and my up-and-coming children's book, Mommy's Big Red Monster Truck. But today, I'm going to change gears a bit. I'm going to talk more about my husband and my (laughs) in-laws. Oh boy, (laughs) does she just say in-laws? Don't worry, there will be no in-law bashing here. My in-laws are actually really, really good peeps. Yay! So, my husband and I recently celebrated our eighth wedding anniversary. Um, The past eight years has been a real ride. (laughs) From leaving my single, independent, beach bum lifestyle in Wilmington, North Carolina, to become an army wife was quite a transition, not to mention a Southern gal marrying into a Yankee family from Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love nonetheless. It's been a bit of a culture shock at times, but over the years, I've matured. Well, I'm still trying to get there, (laughs) and I've embraced our differences, and they certainly have embraced mine. (laughs) So, um, but all in all, my husband's family is a very loving, close-knit group. My father-in-law, Mike, or better known these days as Pop-Pop, is truly one of the nicest guys in the world. And he's a talented musician. He plays the stand-up bass and the bass guitar and has been in several jazz ensembles as well as rock bands playing playing the local Philly circuit. My husband's aunt uh, Karen, or more affectionately known as Chippy, is also a musician and an all-around awesome person. She even wrote the theme song for Long Beach Island on the Jersey Shore, where she and her late husband Joe shared many wonderful moments. My mother-in-law Sue is a loving, doting wife, mother, and mom-mom to our son, who goes above and beyond to make us all feel loved and supported. She too has some pretty awesome music genes. She's currently in a choir that performs around the Philly area, and in her youth, during her high school days, traveled internationally to sing in a chorus. She was even a skilled accordionist accordionist. Is that a word? Anyway, polka, anyone? She's my favorite mother-in-law. Hee <laughs> hee. My husband's older sister, Kelly, is talented in her own right. She attended the School of the Arts in Philly during her high school years and was a fabulous ballerina. Kind of like the beloved 80s show, Fame. Remember that one? Debbie Allen? Come on, people. You know the one. 
Kelly also had smarts to match her talent and studied to become a pharmacist and has been a pharmacist for many years. She's a fun, funny, fun-loving, Philly-loving girl, woman, excuse me. And um, she's single. Fellas, send me your headshots and resumes. Hint, hint. And last but not least is Adam's Aunt Lisa, who is a beacon of light, great conversationalist, overall adorable human, who had a successful career in the finance field and is a real jewel. And I've seen footage of her excellent dancing talents from the church socials back in the day. His Aunt Chippy is also a smooth mover, I should note. Like, she should have been on Soul Train. And Aunt Lisa married a musician, Dave, who still plays in an awesome, soulful band that travels all over the Northeast playing gigs. People, I'm praying my child inherited some of these musical abilities. But that's just a little introduction of of who they are. But the most interesting thing about the Clacks is they are all grandchildren of Polish Irish and German immigrants who settled in North Philly to start a new life, to live the American dream. My father-in-law's paternal grandparents and mother-in-law's maternal grandparents both escaped Poland during the German invasion during World War I. Both families entered the, the U.S. at Ellis Island. Y'all, I cannot imagine the strength and courage it took these folks to get on a ship and sail across the ocean to another country and flee their beloved homes. And the odds they overcame, they survived the Nazis. They moved to a foreign land and raised good human beings. And I married their descendants. My child has their blood in his veins. Wow. I should note also that my father-in-law's grandmother was a Grebe from Germany, whose grandparents lived in a castle in Germany. What? They lived in a castle. We're royalty people. Who knew? And... Her grandmother was the was first cousins with the famous actor Max von Sydow, who is totally famous and has been in a zillion movies, including The Seventh Seal with Ingmar Bergman. He was Jesus in The Greatest Story Ever Told, Father Marin in The Exorcist. Gross, scary stuff, but awesome. He was also in the cult classic film by David Lynch, Dune, anyone? And most recently, he played the role of, hold on to your seats, the three-eyed raven in none other than Game of Thrones. Winter is coming, people. Winter is coming, Be still my heart. And if that is not impressive enough, my mother-in-law's grandmother was a Hanson who was related to the late John Hanson. You know, one of the founding fathers, 
the first president of the Continental Congress who has arguably been called the forgotten first president of the United States? No big deal, people. Would you like our autographs? Oh my goodness, my in-laws have some serious cool points, people. So, that's a bit about their origins. But now, we're going to talk about life in Philly. So, up until a few years ago, my in-laws still lived right in the city in the Wissanoming neighborhood where they raised my husband and his sister and not far from where they were raised by their parents. It's like the Fresh Prince, folks. You know, Will Smith. In West Philadelphia, I was born and raised on a playground is where I spent most of my days. Okay, okay, so you get it. (laughs) But a few years ago, they moved to the suburban area of Ben Salem, Pennsylvania, and the very posh and safe and cute Bucks County area just outside of the city. Um, it's super nice there, and it still has the convenience of the city nearby. So, when we visit, we like to do a lot of eating, especially during the holidays, where I'm fed Polish delicacies, like pierogies, and Polish kielbasy, as my mother-in-law would say, and buttercrout. Um, His mom's paternal side of the family immigrated from Ireland, so there is some Irish influence in the family as well. I always thought Irish potatoes were what my grandfather grew in his potato fields. Not adorable, delicious little sugary confections, okay? (laughs) Who knew? We also get to enjoy and frequent my hubby's favorite Philly cheesesteak hot spots like Joe's Steaks, the former Chinks located in his old neighborhood, or Steve's Prince of Steaks. Joe's is my favorite because it's an older diner style shop with the most delicious old school milkshakes and the cutest ladies slinging steaks. But I have to tell you, I was shocked when I found out that the most popular cheesesteaks by some of the locals are made with, get this, cheese whiz. Ew! What? Cheese whiz? <laughs> I had no clue. Did you? Anyway, my husband's accent has dulled some after living in the South for the past 13 years. He's embraced the South and plays the role of a little Carolina boy. But the minute we drive past the Mason-Dixon line and enter his old stomping grounds, those Philly roots and that accent come back with a vengeance. He has an urgency to stop for a hoagie at the first Wawa gas station he sees. There are lots of A-Yo's and John's. Okay, John's, spelled J-A-W-N-S, which is Philly slang for thingamajig. I've been taught how to properly order a cheesesteak, like a local. Give me a whiz-wit with a water, yo. 
um, are you speaking English or straight Philly? My husband is the quintessential definition of a Philly fanatic. He even has, oh Lord, the Liberty Bell tattooed on his calf. Y'all, it even has the word in cursive, Philly, on it. (laughs) Bless his heart. He bleeds eagles green. And you surely did not want to be near our house during the Super Bowl this year. Lord have mercy. When they won, he lost his mind. He laid down on the floor and cried. Oh, good grief, Charlie Brown. Calm down. He's also a diehard Phillies baseball fan, and they've been on a winning streak for the past couple of weeks, and it's getting kind of crazy around here. Next week, we head up north for the big Memorial Day holiday weekend to spend some time with the Clack family, but we won't be going to the city this trip. Instead, we'll be making the journey up to the family's mountain house in the Poconos, just outside of adorable Jim Thorpe and Mock Chunk. Y'all, it's like a Dickens village, for real, with a passenger train that goes through the mountainside and the beautiful Asa Parker mansion. The little town is full of its own unique history surrounding the lives of coal miners and the infamous Molly Maguires. This place is magical and full of lore and ghost stories, which makes me totally weak in the knees and brings out the child in me. It's also the place my Clack family can escape the city and enjoy the fresh mountain air, bonfires, roasted marshmallows, fishing and sunning by the lake, because you know I'm a sucker for a water view. And watching the biggest bears I've ever seen saunter about the yard. Wow. My son has no clue how fortunate he is to not only grow up in this awesome state of North Carolina, but also he gets to go to Pennsylvania and visit one of the most historically important cities in the United States and gets a mountain house on top of it. Lord, I pray over this child every day that when he grows up, he will be a humble steward and thank his lucky stars every day. What a life, I tell you. So that's a little bit about my awesome in-laws and my Philly family. And I love you guys. And I'm super proud of them. (laughs) So now I'm going to give you a brief update on my writing. So currently still not much going on. I'm still waiting for the final draft of the illustrations before my editors begin to lay copy in the children's book we're working on. Um, I continue to wait. (laughs) to hear from publishers regarding the historical fiction manuscript I've submitted um, for published to be published and I'm following a more traditional publishing route on this one because I just feel it's a better path for this particular storyline I should note that I also started working on a screenplay not long ago which is a total experiment. (laughs) 
Uh, I've never taken any type of uh, course or class on screenplay writing. I've only kind of researched some things online, but I think I have a really cool idea based on a short story I wrote not too long ago. So, um, you know, you, you, you have to start somewhere, folks. So I guess that's, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. And really, that's all I have today. So thanks so much for listening again. Um, I can't wait to get back with you all next time with more hodgepodge. So take care and have a great week. And I'll visit with you next time. Bye-bye.